Hi there. Sean, Steve, Alex, and Jamal here from the Hogstye Podcast. For the past five years, we brought the latest news, hottest scoops, and the best interviews with players and beat reporters to the Redskins fans across the globe. No matter your Redskins interests, we've got no shortage of great content for you. Check us out on thehogstye.com, bigheadsmedia.com, and all major podcast platforms. Hey guys, my name is Jay. My co-host Braden and I run the Who Day Talk podcast here on Big Heads. We cover the Cincinnati Bengals along with other NFL and NFL draft-related content. Make sure to subscribe to the Who Day Talk podcast and join us in the jungle for everything Bengals-related. Who Day. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Shall kicks and he fires. Rose Wayne. There it is. There it is. Get out. Get out. All right. There it is. Hit number 4192. Welcome to the Red Spurts Podcast with your hosts, Derek Massey and Jeremy Newman. Hello, podcast world, and welcome to the most awaited Red Spurts podcast with your host, Derek Massey and Jeremy Newman. It's been a while, Newman. We're back at it again. Because I think school year started, football season started, the Reds are not in last, so, no. but we do have things to talk about. We got a little distracted there, but we're back. We're we back. back. Thank you for our faithful listeners, but we're here to uh, wrap up the last Bit of the red season. Hopefully talk a little bit about next year and keep this thing rolling. I think it has been a very I think not a very it's not been a very great amazing season, but there are a lot of bright spots that we want to talk about today. Things that we do have to look forward to. Um, and I think that overall twenty nineteen was a season that was definitely up and down roller coaster season like we talked about. But it could have been a lot worse and at the beginning of the year a lot of people predicted it to be a lot worse. Yes, and not to be outdone, we need to talk about our first thing we're going to talk about tonight, which is Marty Brenneman's last series as the Reds radio broadcaster. The man, the myth, the legend, Marty Brenneman, the greatest radio baseball announcer ever. Things will be very different. (laughs) Uh, The Hall of Famer, you know, um, last series versus the Brewers, you know, probably wanted to go out on a little bit better note than a – a weekday weekday day game with the Brewers, kind of hoping some playoff potential there. But looks like this week, this is the last series for Marty. That'll be, I believe, on is it Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday of this week, um, twelve thirty-five start. You know, try to catch that it's while Thursday. you can. Thursday, twelve thirty-five start against the Brewers, and um, and like uh, I said earlier, I was on Bleacher Reporter, and there's just a big picture of Marty Brenneman on the Cincinnati Reds Twitter page today, and it just had in quotes, nobody has had a better gig than I have, Marty Brenneman. Loved the Cincinnati Reds. Got to call a lot of amazing games. I remember one of my big memories of him, and I wasn't even alive during the 75-76 series, but my dad had on cassette the recordings of those World Series games when they won them, and my dad would play those in the car, and it was Marty. It was Marty doing those calls. Yeah, Marty's been doing this all of my lifetime, and I'm getting pretty old, so it's been a while. Uh, also, there's a really cool piece of memorabilia there at the uh, at the Newman Reds room at the Newman household with um, – they're actually records. 
off of vinyl records of Marty calling the 1975-1976 World Series. So Marty was doing this thing and doing it well way back whenever there were vinyl records. Most kids nowadays probably don't even know what those are. But, um, you know, hats off to Marty. Great career. Uh, a living legend. Hall of Famer. You know. Thank you. Thank you. From thank the you, Redsports Marty. Podcast, if you ever listen to us or retweet us, thank you for the memories, man. I don't know who the heck would – I don't think anybody will ever live up to that. But that is going to transition us into the next part of our show. Thank you, Marty. But it is the Red season. We are coming down to the last couple games of the season here. Newman, NL Central, the Reds are not in last place, 73-83. and 83. A lot of people thought they would lose 90 games this year, especially at the All-Star break. But we are not uh, we've, had, we've had a better season than a lot of people thought. And Newman's got some pretty good numbers to hear about this season to encourage Reds fans. So, Newman, tell us what you got tonight. Uh, first, we need to celebrate the first time in five years. The Reds won the season series versus the Cubs. Always a good thing for our um, – uh, one guy, as one guy put it, uh, you know, he feels sorry for the Cubs fans that, you know, been Cubs fans all the way since, you know, 2014, you know. Yes, they really Sorry, guys. Enough. Sorry, guys. You guys are losers for the first time in five years to our Cincinnati Reds for the season series. And, man, they just played well against them this year. And it sure was, did. And, and what cracks me up about that is I told Newman today, I saw an article, the Cubs are technically ahead of us in the standings, but they missed the playoffs mainly because we, we ruined it for them, which was even better than – you know, <laughs> winning the series, ruining it for him. But the Cubs fans are so arrogant, especially the ones that have joined since 2014. Newman knows a couple of people, and I know a couple of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that they, well, we're Cubs fans. And it's like this, like, uppity attitude or whatever. I saw an article today. They were talking about getting rid of Joe Madden. And I'm like, do they really, and Newman's like, do they really think they're that good? Well, apparently you're not really that good. And the Reds, I'm sorry, kicked your uh, ever-loving butts this summer. Please so, make note of that. If you know a Cubs fan, please point that out. That the Reds beat up on them this year. Yeah, back to 1908, guys. You know, you had your you had your glory for the first time in over 100 years. So you're back back to losing again. Correct? Actually, live on the show today, I'm going to send my friend Connor, who is a Cubs fan who listens, and say, "Hey, Connor, this is the first time in five years that the Reds." win the season series versus the Cubs. That was live, folks. Just sent that to him. Video All message. right. Yes, talking smack on the show. Now, not to bring some rain on the parade, but the uh, Reds in our me- most recent series, they did lose two of three to the New York Mets over the weekend. Um, we got dominated a little bit by Jacob deGrom, as a lot of people do on Friday. Um, lost the game there. And then, of course, last night we had Trevor Bauer, or yesterday afternoon, the Trevor Bauer, Bauer as usual. Um <laughs> Giving up five runs over seven innings and not really not really pitching as well as they thought he would be when he came over in the trade, which we'll talk about question marks here in a little bit. But that pretty much wrapped it up. Uh, tomorrow starts the Brewer Series, the last homestand, and then they uh, finish up with the Pirates. Yes, and what and like we said, um, played a good series there against the Cubs. We go and lose the Mets, and where are the Mets in that wild card stand? I don't know, really matter, but. The bow, the Bauer thing did concern me. Still, don't think he really wants things that he wants to be in Cleveland again. So, not really working out the way we thought that he might work out. But there are still a lot of bright stars in our pitching staff. So, um, but the main thing I wanted to talk about Newman, I told Newman the main thing I really want to talk about this entire episode is, you know, probably my favorite player. I know I'm a big Nick Senzel guy. Guys hurt. I hope he's better. But it, I, I did want to talk about this season, and a huge bright spot was Eugenio 
Suarez. The most home runs ever. On pay, is he going to be the most home runs by a third baseman ever? He hits one more. He's tied right now for the most home runs ever for any third baseman. This ever. is how big this In is. You guys, history of baseball. You guys don't understand when you're watching greatness. This is the this is the most home runs in a season for a third baseman. Uh, he is our superstar. You know, you hear a lot about third baseman here. You know, we we got a chance to watch earlier this year uh, Arenado from from the uh, Rockies, and you know he's a great third baseman. But you know, our guy is he's the best around. Yes, he is. And and you know the thing about him was he didn't make the All Star team this year. And he's on pace to hit 50 home runs. Yeah. And who is the other? Who is the leader in all-time home runs by a third baseman? Uh, I'm not. I think there were several that were tied with. All tied with. I, but I, I he, do not know the answer to that. He, uh, he would break the record there with one more home run. Um, you know, A. Eugenio is a great guy too. You know, very much the, the team player. You know, 927 on base plus slugging. A great season by A. Eugenio, and couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah, couldn't happen to a better guy. A guy that loves Cincinnati and loves the fans. And not to mention the other record that he is pushing on the doorway. I don't know if he's knocking on the door. I don't know if he can get this one. George Newman. Foster, he's right? He's got George Foster's 52 home, run, <coughs> sorry, 52 home run record, single season Reds home run record. I think that happened in 1978 or 77. I get this one mixed up. Yeah, I think it's 77. 77, the year after they won the series. You were yeah, he's the MVP. He was the MVP that year. He hit 52 home runs. Suarez is knocking on that door. Unless he gets hot here, he's been stuck at 48 for a couple of days. But even if he doesn't, let's say he gets stuck at 49 or even 48, what a heck of a season by our third baseman, the hot corner himself. Hey, Suarez, thank you for playing hard. You should have been an all-star. And I appreciate your effort, Eugenio. I love saying that name. All right. Um, our other news is uh, Nick Senzel has a shoulder surgery this week on his rotator cuff, which is always a troublesome thing, particularly for a guy who's playing center field and it's his throwing arm. Yes. Um, and did not have the the prototypical uh, outfield arm to begin with. Uh, kind of brings up questions about where is he going to be in the future. Also, questions for our offseason. You know, who's in second base? Is it Sinzel since he's going to have shoulder surgery? Um, you know, you got some other guys. Freddie Galvis has played a lot there. Uh, Peraza. You know, I, I, I really think on down the line, um, they're probably going to move Sinzel back there. I don't see him playing the outfield, particularly center field, with, with the shoulder surgery unless he comes back by some miracle and throws the ball the same way or even better. Well, you know that we brought Nick Senzel up and, and we're willing to play him at center field because we wanted to get that bat in the lineup. And like me and your episode, I was talking about Galvis with you. Galvis can get expensive. Galvis is going to get expensive. I don't know. And he hasn't been playing that great as of late. Yeah, he's been on quite a bit of a of – a, uh, he came on, come yeah. on really hot to begin with. Yeah. He's been in quite a bit of a slump. Um, Freddie Galvis signed for five and a half million. If they have an option on him next year, you know, if they want to do that, uh, I think the Reds are going to be right back in the market for a center fielder. Yeah, and I think that we move Nick Senzel. I think they don't want to lose Nick Senzel and that bat. So I, why not move him to second? You're not in. I think that's a smart move. You think you let Fred? You think you let Galvis go then? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a decision they need to make. I think it also depends on uh, do they re-sign Jose Iglesias? And Jose Iglesias had a really, really strong season this year. Um, you know, has led the Reds in batting average for most of the year, uh, coming in at 287. Kind of a nice year for him. Resign him and the um, 
you know, moves Senzel to second base. That That is a question mark. That's a question needs to be answered. You know, stay tuned on that one. Yeah, and Newman, you have also some other question marks written in your notes. Um, a couple of those names that you have is Trevor Bauer and uh, Jose Iglesias. And where do we do with resigning him? And, and Newman, what are your takes on these different question marks that we have? I know a lot of people have question marks about Bauer because he has not looked like the Trevor Bauer we've seen in an Indians uniform. Yeah, Trevor and, Bauer's been horrible, to, yeah. to put it nicely. He's been horrible in, in arbitration year. One more arbitration year. He's looking at uh, several million dollars beyond what he's making this year. I, I mean, I think you're looking at a 15 to 18, maybe $20 million guy. Um, and they're still, you know, he's getting paid off of the season he had, not this year, but the season he had last year. And he's been nowhere near that this year. Yes, yes. And then, of course, there's our shortstop, Jose Iglesias, who we picked up this year. Um, he was on the Tigers last year. Um and he's um and he's come up with some big hits and some big games too as well. Um, I think this is a guy that we have to resign. New Reds can I, do a whole I, lot worse. Yes. I, I don't really see a whole lot on the market. You got D.D. Gregarious. Uh, he's out there, but you know I think he's probably going to be signing either back with the Yankees or for big money. Yes. I don't know if there's a better player out there. I mean, especially if he's already here in Cincinnati. You know, offer for Jose Iglesias. Keep him there. Keep that that you know that core intact right up the middle there with uh you know maybe a second baseman with Sinzel and then you know go after a center fielder again go after a center fielder that's more of a natural center fielder as well and and those are definitely question marks for the Reds I think Bauer probably being my top because at one I think it was just a month and a half to two months ago we were talking about how do we have the greatest pitching rotation in the league and now all of a sudden we're sitting here like Oh, maybe this wasn't the best idea. Yeah, speaking so, of the pitching rotation, yeah, you know, let's talk about, about building blocks. We, we do have some building blocks in the rotation. Uh, of course, Sonny Gray's had a great year, 280 ERA. Been spectacular. Uh, Castillo's an all-star. He slumped a little bit in the second half, but, you know, young pitcher still kind of uh, building on what we have. I mean, you, you can't complain. You know, three, a little over three ERA, all-star season, you know, really has been good for most of the year. He's had a couple of bad outings lately, you know, maybe writes a ship this week. Uh, a guy who really finished strong was uh, Anthony DiSclefani. Love him, love him. Great. I mean, he's been lights out. Dude, and, and here was the thing. I think it was back in June we were like, what's up with this dude? And yeah. then all of a sudden, he must have listened to our podcast. Yeah, probably got so. got kicked off at Newman because that's, I mean. Yeah, I was pretty harsh. I was pretty harsh with DiSclefani. <laughs> and then he yeah. turned it on. I, I really I really didn't see the progress being made, but you know, he's really turned it on. He's battled. Yeah. You know, I could see this guy even getting an extension. He's he's signed through next year. I could see him getting an extension. He's a building block. Um but those three guys heading up the rotation, that's that's a nice start. Uh Tyler Malley's pitched a little better since he came back. He threw good the other day. Um, but you know, where does he fit? He probably fits in there as a four or five. But Bauer, you know, I, I think if the Reds are overwhelmed by an offer, this this Winner, I think they got to let him go. Let him go. Just Same him thing go. with, uh, you know, Russell Iglesias. I mean, uh, you're looking at a guy who's your closer. Yeah, he's got a career high in saves. ERA is about four. You know, yeah. you look at the the actual analytics and look at the uh, stats beyond uh, the just saves. Saves is a really empty category anyway. It's all about opportunity. But if you look at his actual numbers, they're not. You know, other than the strikeouts per innings. His numbers, he's getting hit pretty good. It's and uh, you know, you'd hope that somebody might. Be able to, you know, you might be able to use that money in other spots yeah, if and, you can get rid of that. And there's a good article right now on the Red Leg Nation. I don't know if they follow us, but Red Leg Nation need to get on this stuff on the Reds first podcast. But they have Trevor Bauer and the Reds gamble on here. And just read this little article from Red Leg Nation. It says Trevor Bauer made his tenth start of the season for the Reds on Sunday. 
Overall, he's allowed five runs and he allowed five runs in seven innings, walked no one, and struck out eight batters. However, his ERA currently sits at six point three nine with the Reds. Yeah, that is less than ideal. So they took they're taking a gamble, I think, because you don't it, as of what it appears to be seen, Trevor Bauer from the Indians is not going to show up. So I don't take that gamble. That's about three runs higher than it was with the Indians. Yes, that's how much difference this is. And you know, I don't know. It's not a it, Great American Ballpark is not a pitcher's park. But you would think that Bauer could adjust a little better. I I can I can put on one hand how many I can count on one hand how many mm-hmm. good good outings he's had since he came. Yes, and Newman that leads us into uh, um, our well our bullpen. Um, talking about pitching, I kind of want to talk about the bullpen next. But you know we had uh, we still have Stevenson, Lorenzen, and Garrett, who in my opinion all had decent years. Did not have big. I, Amir Garrett had a great year. Um, and Michael Lorenzen seems to be playing better. I love some of the moments where Michael Lorenzen's also got to play other positions. So. Yeah, well, Michael Lorenzen's actually played center field about as well as anybody they have. Um, he's really kind of played a nice job, done a nice arm. He's got probably a better arm than anybody on the besides Aquino in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as a pitcher, he's really came into his own. You know, it's good to see Robert Stevenson, the, oh, yeah. the long-time Reds prospect, finally find a niche. Uh, his slider's pretty devastating. He hung one the other night, but you know he's got to control the control his slider, control his fastball, harness his stuff. Still with the three ninety four ERA, it's a, that's a piece you can p- depend on again for next year. Pencil him in, um, and that that bullpen that bullpen looks fairly solid. You just got adding pieces of the bullpen. Yes, and I do want to do a shout out to Amir Garrett. I think he's my. Uh, some of the fights he's been in this year and just the ways he's pitched. He ran off the field the other day. I don't th- I think he was just screwing around and joking. Yeah, around, he uh he he told he told everyone that he wanted to teach kids that you know you can walk away from a fight and turn the other cheek and angry. I definitely don't think he's scared cuz he tried to fight the entire Pirates. And in case you, in case you did not know this uh as Tom Brennan says, uh, Carl Swarbrick's from Middletown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he played football against Braxton Miller. Yes. They, and, and on MLB The Show, the Reds traded for him and my team. We won five World Series. Yeah, if you have a, if you if you if you completely just ignored Tom Brenneman the entire series, then you probably don't know that. But just thought I'd point that out, let you guys know. <laughs> and that leads us into the next part of our segment, the building blocks, Newman. For the Cincinnati Reds, we do have some building blocks to look at. And one of the first ones I want to talk about is probably everybody's favorite. You know, I have one kid at school, he keeps asking me to see an Aquino Matata. But Aristides uh-huh. Aquino, he is a definitely a big bright spot. Just wanted to say a cool little thing I saw today on Bleach Report. Doug Gray says there were seven, 217 home runs hit on the Cincinnati Reds farm system that went 400 or more feet in 2019. Aristides Aquino hit a 471-footer, okay? But also, out of those 217 home runs that went over 400 feet, Aquino had 212 of them. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Aquino definitely has shown plus-plus power. You know, some pitchers have been kind of figuring him out lately. His batting average down to 260. But, you know, the guy definitely shows the talent. And, you know, it's been a fun ride with Aquino. Uh, definitely a building block there in right field. And, you know, I don't want to take anything away from Winker and Irvin. They've kind of came on this year, kind of gave us some gave us some promise. That platoon has looked really good. You know, I know Winker's out right now. But that platoon can go into spring training next year looking really good there too. Um you know, and the old guy is still got it. You know, a lot of people's fan favorites, but some people's non-fan Joey favorites. Joey Votto. Votto Maddox still you, exists. You look down, and the man 
has a 364 on base percentage. His on base plus slugging is 785, close to 800. And, you know, that's even with a 267 average. And he, he you know, the, the old guy is still there. You know, I know he's getting paid a lot of money, but you know what? He got paid a lot of money from MVP type years all the way through. You know, but the guy's still solid. He's a still solid regular. And, uh, you know, I, I would consider him a building block next year. You yeah. know, I think he's, I, I don't see much of a drop off. I think he's pretty steady. And you could do a whole lot worse. Oh, yeah, way worse. And then you also have guys like Winker and Irvin, and of course, Suarez, like we mentioned earlier, and even Kirk Sally. Um, these guys all contributed very well. Yeah, look at um, Kirk Casale. Yeah, you know, seven forty four on base plus slugging. You know, showed a lot of pop. Had a really nice offensive year. Uh, you know, and Tucker Barnard also. You know, right there in that other Came part of that. There, the second half. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that's as weak as what people think it is. Yes. You know, right now my main thing is that can Nick Senzel come back from the shoulder surgery? You know. Will he end up playing second base? If he does, who's in center field? This is back to that. You know, we do need to add Scott some. Shebler. We need to add some bullpen pieces. Yeah, Scott Shebler. Exactly. <laughs> we haven't talked about him in a while. <laughs> yeah, poor Scott Shebler. <laughs> so, but even uh, you mentioned Winker and Irvin. If, I, I would love to see those guys also. I know we platoon a lot there, but seeing those guys improve, you know, against the different arms that they struggle with, I would like to see that as well. But. I don't know. A lot to look forward to. Lots to look forward to going into next year. It was a fun ride this year. You know, a lot of excitement. You know, we were in it for the most part most of the year, despite, you know, having a losing record. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some fun times there. It'll be interesting to see what happens over the winter. Um, You know, I'm sure we'll be uh, be back checking in here and there just to try to to keep you guys updated and also, um, you know, Keep that hot stove going. Yes, and, and that, that's what one thing we, me and Newman, have been talking about is in this off season. We haven't really talked about what our off season with no baseball is going to be like on a podcast that's about a baseball team. But I'm sure we'll come up with something fun. Probably do some random um, episodes here and there just to make it fun and talk about some possible. Hopefully, there's a lot of crap happening with the Reds that we have stuff to talk about, like last year. We'll have some um, cool stuff going on. We'll probably do a uh, episode on you know Major League Baseball playoffs, maybe World Series. Yeah. Also, Reds Fest comes up in December. That's yes. a really cool thing to go to. Um, you know, our kids are getting kind of the age where you can really go there and take them to have Enjoy a good time. It. Yes. And uh, my oldest daughter's always enjoyed it. So it, it's a fun time if we make it to that. Uh, and then, you know, right around the corner, spring training. All of a sudden we're back. And, and, and here's the thing I also, you know, wanted to mention, you know, uh, if you guys haven't realized it yet, we have been added to a new podcast network, which we talked about earlier, but the Big Heads uh, Podcast Network. And on there is some sweet merch. There's yeah. some sweet merchandise. We do have some nice merchandise. I have to give it to them. They did a nice job uh, using our logo and uh, have some stuff out there. And, you know, that kind of keeps us going a little bit. You know, it gives us a uh, – we, we, we get a little bit of a cut from that. Not a yes. whole lot. But, you know, uh, we'll we putting that on our on our social media, uh, the links to that, and maybe get on there and you guys can uh, help us out a little bit. And, and I uh, encourage support, you to wear that merchandise the, to the to the great GABP. Yeah. People will learn about our show and know more about us. Yep. We hope, to, we hope to get bigger and better. You know, we're always trying to get better, just like the Reds. And we appreciate all of our listeners – and we'll we'll try to also you know stay in touch with you guys on social media. If there's anything we can do to make the show better, just please let us know. Yes, and this has been a great first year. Can't believe we made it through our first baseball season doing a podcast show. But thank you, listeners. Please like, share, subscribe, and follow us on our different social media platforms: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
This has been another episode of the Red Spurs Podcast with your host, Derek Massey and Jeremy Newman. Thank you all very much, and go Reds. Thank <laughs> you.